episode, I speak to my good old friend, Lisa Caldwell. She is the founder of Pre-Loved Closet, which you would know from Instagram, and has also just launched Bridal Edit. We get chatting about how she started her own business. I remember sitting down with her a year ago, and this was just an idea, um, and how the industry has changed to switch more of a focus onto sustainable fashion. She also shares with us some details about what to keep and what to sell, what you should look for when buying pre-loved and what you should look for when you're buying big ticket items if you're hoping to resell them. Lisa has made a business out of selling the fashion elite and celebrities unwanted items through Instagram. So she has lots of tips for those who are interested in starting their own business and kind of looking at fashion and selling items through social media. So stick with us as we sit down over some almonds and a bottle of champs and catch up. So for people who don't know what PLC is, can you give them a bit of a lowdown? (laughs) (laughs) It's a Instagram platform where you, well, I essentially sell um, secondhand clothes, handbags, accessories, like I just watches, there's no, you know, it just kind of grows and expands, but it's all secondhand um, from an array of different clients, Mm -hmm. um, all done through the Instagram platform which is like a like brand new way of selling like e-com i guess yeah it is and ideally i mean i have looked into websites and it's it's obviously a lot of work but like regardless there's only one of the stock Mm. so if Mm. i have to load it onto a website or i have to load it onto instagram there's only one item it's not like i've got 10 of that Gucci bag that I'm and every condition's different so yeah. like that's why and Instagram I just kind of feel has the most engagement with people yeah. and everyone's on it yeah. all the time and it's fast yeah and you can take a photo take another photo quickly exactly exactly it just it kind of works yeah it's so at this stage I want you know look oh. to take it off there yeah um so PLC stands for pre-loved closet yes and basically you're taking people's pre-loved items from their closets yes and selling them for them so you have big names like you recently had nadia fairfax um who else have you had i did deb simons phoebe burgess kristen fisher yeah. and then i like i did a the investment edit with jess peck like i sell for her privately but we did something fun together where you know she could tell us what to invest in and mm. why she would she came in and kind of picked the things and I love that um which was really good and people like responded really well to that yeah. um because I think it's that expert advice and people mm. get lost in trends like I do Me I don't too. know what to buy I'm like what's an investment what's not an investment mm. um and I think as people try to slow down their consumption as well it's nice to have I don't know some advice from someone yeah in terms of that sort of buying and so what was that one of kind of like the drivers of why you wanted to start the business is it sort of because pre-loved is being the new way to shop and you've also got that kind of like sustainability angle look I think it wasn't at the forefront of my mind it was in terms of like I would never throw my clothes out 
in the bin. I'm a hoarder. So, but I was just like, I'd always, mum had always like, you always donate them to charity. But there also comes a time when you're spending quite a lot of money on these clothes that you do want to like resell them, like living in, you know. So I kind of tried to resell them like via a few other platforms, which were great. They used to really sell well. But then I noticed a halt in the selling platforms and that things weren't selling. So then I just thought one of my friends actually had an Instagram account that she had sold clothes on. So it had 1,500 followers and I just called her and said, hey, can I use it to sell clothes? She said, sure, go for it. So I actually took that Instagram that had previously been used to sell her clothes and then she was like, can you sell mine? And you renamed it. And I renamed it. And I just was like pre-love closet because it was just like pre-love closet and then Mm -hmm. I just got inundated with people amazing yeah and I think Montana I did Montana quite early um she has like quite an incredible pit Montana yeah she has a really strong engagement right um so once I did her I just got this like momentum and it just kind of kept going Mm -hmm. um which was great and then I realized that there is a market for this Mm. and that particular the girls that I know were doing warehouse sales and going to the markets. You go to Kirribilli markets, you're guaranteed to get things stolen. Like, really? Yeah. Everyone told me. Because I was, before Corona, I had I had set up like a thing where anything that I couldn't sell or didn't sell, I then had hired a girl to go to the markets. But I was like, you have to know that I can't take responsibility at the markets. And the girl's like, no, it's fine. Because... Is it just because everybody's so many people? Apparently they just... Like, this is just from several people. You get there and if you open your suitcase with good stuff, people just, like, hoover through it. So I just was like, I'm not taking that responsibility. Also, I can sell at a better price point. It's a service. Like, you you know, it is a service that you're getting. So I kind of take all the clothes, go through what I can and can't sell, and then we go from there. Um, So tell us about the journey. Tell us about the journey so far. So from a business perspective, what have you kind of learned from starting your own business? I think starting your own business, it's like relentless. Like anyone who tells you otherwise, like it is so relentless Mm. and it's hard work and there's not days off. Mm. Anyone who thinks there's days off, like (laughs) we need to talk. Um, but I was quite lucky at the start. I had a few clients, um, that kind of, I reached out to and just said, Hey, like one in particular was Jasmine, who I now share an office with. I said, can we have coffee? Like, and she was just like, of course we sat down. She just like taught me how to do like budget, what's viable, how to do like, how to make sure that it's actually a profitable business. Because I think that that is for me the key thing i'm not doing this as a hobby anymore it's a financial it's a business you want to like be able to make profit and just watch that and that was something i had no idea about so especially when you're putting so much of your like time into it so much time yeah no one i think people think it's quite quick you post on instagram i'm like it's not it's a lot of searching high and low and like Mm. checking prices checking the condition like back and forth with clients like it's there's a lot more to it than i even thought at the start you got it um okay so 
Um, do you want to start what? So we talked about the journey from a business perspective. So I'm going to be, okay, yeah, so that it's relentless. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you never switch off. I remember we went away in September for three weeks to the States and I was so excited, but we planned this trip prior to me starting PFC. Mm. And I remember going and it was the best trip. Like we got engaged. It was like the best trip ever, but I fundamentally felt like I needed to get home. Mm. And I had the last couple of days, I was just like, I need to be home. This has been too long. I need to like get, and like I got over there and I had like a big client text me the day I got there going, Hey, I want to sell with you. So I'd had a girl who like had worked for me. So I had to send her into the house to do it. Cause you go in and you kind of chat. Like I tell people, keep that. You're going to, that's something you want to keep. I can't get you good money on it. Keep that. Really? Or I'm like, sell this. How do you know? Just from like past. Some things sell well. Some things don't. What doesn't sell well, for example? I feel like high-end clothes, for instance, not like Chanel jackets, but like a Chanel jacket's 5,000. You're going to get maybe 1,500 Mm. back. It's a a massive decrease, you know. Mm. You are, because they're worn, it's just that a lot of Mm. most people buying pre-loved, I've noticed, are looking, they want handbags, which is fair enough, and shoes. Yeah. And I have high-volume dresses. Like yeah. Zimmerman yeah. flies because yeah. they are quite expensive. Yes. Like their price point has moved rapidly. Yes. And I think people are wearing them to weddings and getting photos and it's, you know, mm. they're not wearing them more than once. and Or maybe they are, but they still move them. And so, I guess like it's hard with like clothing, for example, because if you're going to buy a Chanel jacket, you may as well just save up and buy it a brand new one yourself then like do you know see i don't know or do you don't think or, or is I it more like, like a mature dress no they probably actually really sell well wouldn't they they sell really well what's like a brand australian brands sell really well i think buying secondhand anything is a better right like i mean the chanel jackets brand new or pre-love they're still in excellent condition and someone wearing a chanel jacket isn't wearing it out to trash it no they're wearing it so it's beautifully looked after it's more when you get a few things with fake tan and stuff yeah i don't sell a lot if it's like heavily if it's got a stain i'll point it out or if it's like marked on the inside with tan or something i'll kind of disclose that yeah you have to um yeah but i do think why would you spend five thousand dollars on a chanel jacket when you can buy one second hand for 1500 to 2000 right, okay. there's so many platforms now like mm. yeah how, how are you finding like what's the competition like i think the competition is different in terms of the women are probably like a little bit older than me and have been doing it for like 10 years or so so it's a different market um but everyone is so kind like there's so much stock right like there really is like there's a client of mine and i know she sells through several different people i'll often say to people like i think she probably might get a better price for you on that bag this was at the start when i wasn't confident with handbags Mm. you're talking about thousands of dollars like birkins and you know that sort of like it's a lot of money to be dealing with yeah but how do you so you have to do your research on a particular item right every item yeah okay so every item i'll research to see like is it sold out okay what's where where's it being sold who's wearing it right 
Is it in high demand? Jesus, Lisa, they use so much fucking time. It is. How um, much time do you spend? Is it like 80% research? You get like quick. admin? At the start, this is actually quite a funny story. My sister was home from the States and she was like, I'll help you. Everyone always says it. I'll help. I just said it. I'll help. <laughs> and then they come in and I'm just like, I would. And I said to her, I said, can you just do the closet? She texts me. She's just like, I've been doing this for five hours. Fucking hell. Like it's probably like a good five to eight hours on. So one one closet I did was like eight hours of just like scanning and finding the imagery and then yeah. but that's not the selling part that's yeah. just research yeah. so you yeah. do an excel and you punch it through most people don't do it the same way i do it they just photograph the bags no one does i guess the, i haven't seen a lot of people doing the dress the closets yes of like they do more the high-end stuff i kind of went in not on the high end mm. um and now i'm just getting there with time and mm. i think it's You've got it. It's like confidence to yeah. sell a handbag and know that you're selling an authentic yes handbag that's worth this amount of money. And also, I don't want to lose money for my clients. No. So you've got to. It's hard. It's like it's quite a. It's like it's tough getting the prices sometimes. But I'll go. I'll speak to my client about it and say, mm. I think this. Also, what people probably don't understand is I have clients that are like, I don't really care. I want it gone. Get it out. Price it low. Move it. Wow. But then I have other clients that are like, oh, I bought the Bottega pouch. I don't love it. I haven't used it. Wow. If you can get a good price, sell it. But if not, I'm happy to keep it. Yes. So then we do that. Right. But then, like, corona happened mm. and I said, what do you want to do with the Bottega? She's just like, well, there's no point in keeping it now. So if you can sell it, sell it. So it's, like, very much what's going on, I guess, with well, everything else yeah, in because, the market, yeah. in the fashion market, yeah. and like, and are, also, people like are people going like, out? I lost buying, all like... my Europe. I would have done a Europe edit. Yeah. So yes. I kind of lose that because, which is definitely where I would say, like, young girls traveling to Europe want Holiday 400 clothes. different outfits. Yes. And everyone does it. Everyone's yeah. like, what am I going to wear? Yeah. You can buy a majority of things. Like, I get a, most designers and clothes that you could kind of do it at half the price. So are there any brands that like you wouldn't sell or like I'd like, cause I sell like a lot of stuff on eBay because it's just like not like, it's funny though. Cause there's a market for it, but it's not your, I don't think it's the people that are on PLC, yeah. but like I, I'd be like, Oh, I paid a lot of money for this, but like, it's like five years old and no one cares about it anymore. And I'm yeah. like, I'll put it on eBay for like 60 bucks. And then like people go crazy for it and people buy it. And I'm like, how the fuck did that sell? Like, cause I don't want to, I just want to see. And then totally. since I've been doing that, I've been noticing that the p- things that I put on that I'm like, that'll never sell, they sell straight away. No, this happened. This it's happened so to weird. me. It's a really, um, it's a really interesting, like I would have thought more people would want to buy like Chanel, I don't know, like more of those high end, like yeah. Gucci and stuff, but they're still quite expensive. Yes. So like even secondhand, you're still so looking expensive. at over a thousand dollars for yeah. one of those items. And Unless it's someone who's really wanted a Chanel jacket or cardigan and they've waited. Because a lot of people wait. They're committed to secondhand. That's mm. the other thing. Some people will wait till you get one in and they're like, they're so quick on my sales. Like some people will buy four four things in one sale because they're just like bang, 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 bang. Wow. They're quick. It's first invest rest. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's. 
one of those things, I guess, that you just never really know. You never really know. So you sell... I'm getting better at it though. Like I'm, yeah. I now I know what brands. Yeah. But for the first twelve like. months, I was like kind of happy to take guidance from my clients of what they wanted. Now I'm like I actually do know what mm. we're going to get for this and why we're going to get it yeah. and when to sell, when to hold. Like some of my clients will give me winter and summer stock. Like I've got a, twelve boxes from Melbourne coming in that a client's shipping me. So I'll sort through winter, summer sell through sell our winter stuff now hold on yeah. to the summer stuff yeah which if people were going to europe i would have pumped yeah through and like you know what i still will and i am still selling dresses because the other thing is people are selling because they may not have work at the moment mm. so um, and people like are still buying dresses because you can keep them or like they have especially they have like discounted. or they know that like you know spring is kind of around the corner exactly. or whatever and I think also everyone's got this mentality that, like, when we are allowed out, oh yeah, we're all sure. going out guns blazing. Yeah, we are. Like, no one's going to ho- – and, like, a lot of people have said to me, like, my, like, closet is just going to be amazing because mm. they're, like, stocking up, mm. ready to go. They're buying all the dresses, mm. like. So, I haven't bought anything. Fuck, I, I know. Get on there. I know. <laughs> I've been trying to be good. Um. So, I mean, I think I see so many clothes now that it's, like, I don't yeah. buy. Yeah. A lot. Like, I don't. I don't know. So you sell a lot of Sir, the label. A lot of Sir, a lot of Australian brands. Yeah. A lot of Sir, a lot of Zimmerman. Beck and Bridge. Beck and Bridge. But like, other than that, like, that's kind of like, not saying they're a low price point because Sir's kind of gone up as well in price point. But they're all going up. You wouldn't yeah. really sell anything like under that. No. So it's kind of like the RRP's got to be, I guess, essentially over 200. Yeah. And these dresses, like, have to be in like immaculate condition and. And like, how. Like, unless it was a classic piece, like, how far back in terms of the season would you bother? It's like, once again, it's so tricky because yeah. there's certain prints from Zimmerman, for instance, people love and mm. I know they love them. Mm. Like, the I think it's the Golden Surfer print or, like, it was the yellow and gold. And I sold, I've sold so many of them and I always get 10 to 15 inquiries to buy them. Wow. Like, so there's certain... I've noticed certain prints or certain cuts, which usually means yeah. that they're a really flattering cut or, yeah. like, people love them or uh, anything that's kind of inundated with celebrities. Mm. It's just mm. must-have yeah. item. Yeah, like, it's a must-have item if there's someone wearing it. Um, wild. It's wild. So what about um, – okay, so – if I was a client of yours and how, how do we kind of decipher between items that will and won't have great value? So that's why I guess for me, I mean, pre-corona, I'd go to people's houses and mm. they'd kind of have it out. And because like these clients are big clients. We're talking like two racks of clothes, 20 pairs of shoes, a couple wow. of handbags. So it's not, it's like most of the time though, I prefer just to take them because I need to research them. Mm. I can't tell you on the spot. Now I'm like, okay, I'd keep that. I'm not going to be able to get a good prize. But, for instance, like there was a jacket, like a Gucci. I've got this Gucci jacket and it's like got fringing and it's like taken me. One of my – a few of my clients just give me their stuff and I just sell with the edits and like as I please mm. and I fit them all in. And this jacket I've searched on and off for months and then I found it and it's like Ellie Golding's wearing it. It's like – amazing but i wasn't going to sell it until i found the right imagery because it wasn't going to make the money that it should make for that client so unless they really want to move it i just am like give me the time Mm. because 
it's the search. I don't know the search engines. It's like you can I can search for a really long time to find a piece, and also I'll remember seeing something. I'll be like, someone wore that. Someone wore it. Then I can't find it. But a week later, I'll be like, I know who wore right. it. Or uh, you can't. Yeah. And so that's a good like marketing tool as well because totally. if a celebrity has worn it, and then people can see what it looks like, what the vibe and is, and how they wear it. And yeah. like, I just got a bag in that. Um, Funnily enough, a girl had messaged me and was like, because I'm only really taking on handbags at the moment just because they are less work, handbags and shoes. And then I'm still doing my regular clients. I just just I just don't have enough time at the moment to push through all the clothes. Um, but the bag, someone messaged me and wanted to sell. Then Kiara posted it on Instagram that she was wearing it. And it's just like that. Perfect timing. It's just perfect timing mm. because I then have someone who's wearing it and showing how they're wearing and they're wearing the tracksuits and they're wearing it out and it'll mm. that's yeah Perfect. I mean it's why I guess so many people give their products to influencers right there is that and anyone who thinks that that's not a thing is like yeah dumb yeah it's just you can't <laughs> it's like this is how it works the items push like the girls sales that I do like when I did Nadia's sale the items sell really well because people are like I love her style yes. or I love how she wears this. Yes. She's fun. She wears this to brunches. Like yes. it's they're buying into the whole style of like, okay, she can dress it up and they they kind of follow the girls. Mm. So I think having a they it's like buying into a piece of their style essentially. Yeah. Um it's good. It's a good tool. It is. Um okay, so what about when we're shopping? Are there things to look for? Um when it's like about if you're buying like so this would be shopping like not for shopping with plc but shopping in general like if you were going to buy into a trend or buy an investment piece or buy an expensive piece that you want to make sure has good resale value are there things that you should look for or do your own research or is it just kind of like if it's like a really big trend piece say it was like those gucci sneakers with the snakes and shit but they're just fucking like dead now that would be hard to resell because once that trend is over, you can't wear it again for like another 10 years, right? This is a, it's like quite hard because those Gucci sneakers, someone still wants them. Yeah. Like they may be a trend like 10 years ago yeah. or whenever it was, but there's someone who had their eye on them and couldn't afford them mm. at the time or like missed the boat but still loved the shoe. Mm. Like I had Bottega pouches when they were still people still sourcing them to buy like I had like the mini ones I had shoes like so I think when it comes to buying I think people are either trend people or not there's like a different degree of people there's people that are so quick yeah then there's people that will source them Mm. get someone to source them for them Mm. because they've been either too slow off the mark or yeah and then I think there's people who just don't really buy buy trends you know Mm. so I don't know it's a bit of a like it's it's hard because they still sell I still sell those pieces that once upon it like the Gucci belt big seller like they always people always want but also you can I mean you can jump online and like when I guess the question is like when you go and buy something the resell there's a list of brands that have the best resale value right so when you go and buy a handbag I can't remember off the top of my head I think Gucci may have overtaken Chanel or something there was like a bit of a change but 
certain ones have um, better resale value. And that, I think, usually comes down to the quality. Mm -hmm. I really do. But like I said before, some clients don't care about the price. So it's who, I guess it's, yeah. My other thing, though, like, if you're going to buy an investment piece and you're going to spend the money, keep the receipt, keep the dust bag, keep the box because it does add value. A lot of people say, can I have the box? And I'm like, they don't have the box or the dust bag. Like, keep it. Who would keep the dust bag? Of course you keep the dust bag. Some people with maybe too many dust bags. But don't you store it in the dust bag? I think some people have, like, wardrobes where yeah, they... True. rich people. They don't. <laughs> they don't have them in there. Yeah, because they want to Or they don't... Them. Yeah. Um, I keep all my bags in dust bags. Totally. And I do highly recommend that because it makes it... And just like the authentications, I have a device that authenticates um, handbags anyway. How do you get that? So it's called Entropy, I think. Um, and basically they're a company and they send you, it's similar to like an iPad, but it scans, you take a lot of photos and it gets sent to them for review, but it's mainly of the material, the serial codes, they back check everything. Wow. Yeah. So like now a bag won't be sold. Unless it's you. But even if I, most sellers I kind of know, so I, you know, you know but yeah. you still, I will still authenticate it. Or they'll send me receipts as you well. Have ever had a bag that wasn't authentic? No. no. I don't think – and I think you would know just by looking at it, right? <gasps> Look, I think there's some really good fakes out yeah. there and you'd be surprised at how many people purchase fake bags and oh, yeah. wear them. I I guess that's why I've eased into handbags because I'm not. that's not something I'm going to take lightly. It's I think you've got to be really aware of mm. – and people will fool you. For, you know, Money. the yeah. real real has been caught several times yes, that's and true. that's the last thing that I want also because I would be that's so upset over. if it was me. Yeah. But, like, if I would spent $4,000 on a handbag and it was fake, then, yeah. like, it's just, I don't know, that's just something that I really don't want to be a part of and it's mm. why I guess I like it just being me at the moment because mm. I have control on every aspect mm. and if something slips through the crack, it's me. Mm. Like, if I accidentally you know, I guess pack the wrong thing or I send it to nine instead of seven. It's me. Yeah. And I can sort it out in a heartbeat yeah. and do what I need to do. Yeah. And I think people respond to that. I'm mm. human, you know, humans yeah. make errors. But, uh, yeah, that's my, I kind of, yeah. Um. Okay. And then another thing I wanted to ask you was you said, you mentioned before, like you'll tell your clients, oh, like hold on to that. Um, that's either because you won't, you don't think you'll be able to get the price for them that's right or do you think it's because also like they might want it one day or it'll gain more money like if you if you hold on to it for a little bit longer? Yeah, I do think most – I say to a lot of people like – a lot of people say, should I sell this? And I go, yes, you should sell that because it's really hot at the moment. I sold one two weeks ago and I had 15 people want it. Right. This is the money you're going to get. This is why – like, and that's with, like, referring more to, like, a Zimmerman dress or, like, something they've worn. When it comes to, I guess, this special, like, I was at, who's, I was at, like, a client's house and she was like, should I do that? And I was like, no, that's an archive piece. Like, that's a Miu Miu dress that I'm not going to, no one's going to value. Like, she works in fashion. I'm like, you know the value of this piece. Mm. I know the value. Unless someone's wanted this since for 20 years or something, mm. you, you're just not going to make that money from it. I can't make it. Someone else might be able to, mm. but I just at the moment. And also, I'm like, that's a special piece. Yeah, like, keep it. Keep it. Yeah. Um, I do. And, like, when you have daughters, I feel like clothes yes. aren't really something that. Yeah. But, 
like I've got a friend and she's got a beautiful closet with like the handbags and like often her little girls go in there and they just love the shoes and mm. there's certain pieces that I think hold value. Yeah. So I yeah. would just say, look, no. But once again, other clients might have that Chanel bag, gold head hardware, silver hardware, three sizes. Yeah. So that's why they're like, yeah. well, I don't, I actually don't use it because I've got the other one in the yeah. gold. Yeah. So it kind of does differ with every client and mm. I guess they're, they're, per- yeah. So, okay, what's, what are, what are people selling at the moment and what, what, are, what's popular at the moment? What? I'm just trying to think. I feel like handbags are really popular at the moment. And I think that kind of um, is in relation to people not being out of travel. Mm. I really think that because no one's going on holidays or like or if they had a dinner in Europe, yeah, they've got a bit of extra money. So they're like, now's the time to buy that bag. Or I feel like dresses. Fuck, I shouldn't be talking to you, Lisa, while drinking champagne. <laughs> I'm going to jump straight on the internet. <laughs> dresses went on. Um, like, obviously, mm. they halted because, mm. like, I mean, prior to, like, corona, I had, like, because I usually write my edits out for, like, four to eight weeks in advance so I know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, and I had, like, plan. corporate, like, wedding guests, black tie. I just shift everything, like, mm. because no one's going black tie. No, one, no one was going to work. Mm. So in terms of, like, that, it was... Yeah, you can't, like, I kind of had to shift a lot. Okay, so what about, like, have you seen in the last maybe, like, month or, or like, kind of pre-corona, were, were clients kind of selling the same sort of things, like, wanting to move the same kind of things? I feel like, once again, I feel like I've said this a lot, like, every client's different. Yeah. But you start to realise, like, some clients just buy big ticket items mm. and they want to move their big ticket items. Mm. Some are trends. Some get sucked into, and they're like, I get sucked into the yeah. trends. So then they're the ones kind of moving other items and then I've got like clients who wear a lot of dresses so mm. they want to sell their dresses or because they want to buy new ones and like I've worked a lot with people who have had children mm. so their bodies change for one mm. and by the time you've been pregnant had a baby you want to just feel good mm. so like you want to buy something new and like dress up and yeah I think that that's fair enough yeah. too yeah. so a lot of people kind of and you have to completely change I guess what you wear when you're yeah. pregnant oh right? and when you have a kid even exactly and then you've got breastfeeding so yeah. if you're breastfeeding so it does a lot of the times people are like okay I do love this but the reality is I'm not going to wear it for two years and that's where I'll step in and say let's move it mm. because you're not going to want this mm. in two years mm-hmm. and it's going to have lost its value yeah if it is one of those pieces right. and I do think Australian designers are more I guess it's yeah. quick. Yeah. You know, everyone wants it. They don't hold their value to the same mm. capacity as those high end. Like, so is that like when you go over to go through someone's wardrobe, you're kind of having a conversation with them about every single piece because then you're getting the backstory on if they want that item or if they don't. Look, so if they're like, oh, this is this dress, like I'm not going to wear it for two years, that's when you're like, okay, let's, let's yeah. move it. Or if it's like, I love this, but I'm not really sure, like what do you think? And then you might be like, look, look if you don't like it, if you – if if we don't sell it, then you can keep it. But yeah, not, like, and that's what I say. And sometimes, like, we – it is – yeah, it's kind of very – it's, like, very tailored to mm. them. And, like, the last 
I can't, like, one of the girls was like, and she texts me. She's like, no, sell it. And then she texts me. She's like, no. And I just keep putting it aside. I'm like, it's so fine. Like, mm. I get it, you know. And sometimes they'll get their sister to come in and, be, and she'll be like, get rid of it. But then they're like, no, I actually don't want to get it. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of thought process yeah. that goes into people partying with these. And also okay. people have memories. I'm a hoarder. I told, so, funny story, I actually told, no, I posted up a dress for sale on Wednesday and Tom, my partner, messaged me. And it was the dress I wore when I was engaged. Got in, like he proposed or we went out, whatever. He was like, I can't believe you sold the dress. And I was like, Aww. babe, I sold it three months ago. Like this is someone else's dress. And he's just like, I would have like bought it. I was just like, I don't need to hold on to the That's dress cute. that I wore to lunch with you the yeah. day that you proposed. Like we, other you proposed when we were at home. Yeah. But I mean, that's him. He keeps everything. Like yeah. he hoards yeah, everything. I am not a hoarder. Like I'll hold on to special pieces, but like, that dress didn't need to stay. Mm. Like, and you're never going to wear it. And I moved it really quickly yeah. and I think I lost maybe $150 on it. But I'd worn it a couple of times when we were in the States. So yeah. it was whatever to me. But that's the value of knowing, you yeah. know. Um, but bless him, he can. That's cute. Um, let's talk about people shopping pre-loved. Should they know anything before shopping like should they kind of do their research on what 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 an item's worth like i know with your business like model is quite hard because you do need to be super quick off the mark yeah but is there ever a case where like if they were going vintage shopping in a store and they really like something or they saw something on the real real and it's kind of sitting there they can go and do their like do their own research before buying an item to make sure they're not getting totally but i do think unfortunately with this they're one-off pieces yeah so you can i guess i think people are really savvy like some girls only shop pretty loved and yeah. they will they're on every platform and they will find and they create they relationships hunt and they, love they hunt yeah. and they love i think it becomes a bit of a like yes obsession yeah, a, yeah and a process and i think why not you're saving money you're like doing the right thing yeah. environmentally like yeah and you're also going to get some like really special unique pieces mm. that aren't like Everywhere. well like i sold a trench that was like a lee matthews limited edition and the girl was like i remember seeing this two years ago and i've always loved it oh nice so that side of it's like i love that side yeah because I, I i like some people have their eye on things yeah. and they can now get them and usually when people have their eyes on things it's from a lot of the girls closets that i work with so they may have seen them wear it them wear it and then they know that I'm selling. A lot of people text me and go, hey, is she selling this or is she? Um, okay, so are there any items? Okay, so on that note, like you said that sometimes people contact you and say, like, I'm looking for this. Are there any items that have kind of stood out to you recently that people are asking for? People often will say, if you get another one of these in, and it's always like the it shoe. Yeah, right. Because okay. they fly. Pretty love shoes fly mm. which is not what a lot of everyone's like well people want that i'm like yeah they do because they're expensive and they get trashed mm -hmm. like so i think and people buy shoes and think they're gonna wear them and then i think they don't um, do people ever buy stuff from you and then like wear it and then ask you to sell it again the next weekend not really no i haven't i, I don't do think that. i've resold um i haven't done much reselling for people i also don't really do it mm -hmm. it's not I'm not – I don't take one-off consignments. No. I just – I can't. It's too hard to keep track of. Oh, fuck yeah. At the start, I was like – I wanted to because I want – people want to help. Like, you kind of want to help them make money and mm. you make money, but it just – the capacity was just too much. Mm. And I think 
sometimes it's just better for them to sell via the platforms like eBay yeah. that are there for them. Yeah, and who exactly. knows, yeah, like yeah. maybe they'll maybe I'll do something where I can have people do that. But yeah. right now it's more a client-based mm-hmm. service. Um, what are the most common questions you get asked from clients both buying and selling? Will this fit? It'll be size six. Will this fit an eight? Will it fit a ten? How the fuck do you know? I have a blanket rule. I don't really comment on sizing unless it is my size and I can say. It's quite, yeah. But like you know me, I am five foot two and I'm petite. Like I'm little. So I like don't, I can't really. Mm. And also if you, I just kind of say to people, I'm just like, look, check the measurements. Google it online and check the measurements. Yeah. Um, I think it's best I've never fit. seen you in real life. Or I I s- meant to know. Exactly. And I say, oh, look, I think it's best fit for a six to eight. I can't be quoted on this. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. giving you my, like, opinion. Shoes, I just, I just, I'm, I'm a size seven. Most of it's like 40s. Yeah. But, and I understand why they want to do it because some shoes are different sizes, but that is just not, I just can't comment on that. Yeah. Nor do I have the time to research the item to that ability to say, yes, this will fit a 40 and a half. Yeah, like, no. um, and I think that's kind of what happens when you're getting a price heavily discounted is that you're going to take a risk. You take a risk. People will jam their feet in. Hell shoes. yeah. They're like, I want that shoe when it's a good price. Yeah. They'll get it in there. That's absolutely correct. So it's, <laughs> it's just one of, but that's probably the main question that I get is like, do you think this will fit a size? Some people often go, will you take 400? And it like, it's like no, 500. No, because the next person in the email chain after you obviously yeah, going to pay 500. But that's rare that it happens because I think now people, at the start, I think people just were like, oh, it's this girl on Instagram selling things, which it was. And yeah. it is still the girl on Instagram yeah. selling things. But, but it is legit. Yeah. It is a business. Yeah. And it's all done properly, like properly with bank accounts. like So it's not something that I can just... And also I'm selling for my client. Yeah. So no, I'm not going to go back to them. No. I don't even really reduce prices um, until like months later. Mm. I feel like it's just not something that my clients, a lot of them are desperate for the money Mm. and we price well. So we price, so they should sell at that price point. Yeah. And if they don't, it meant that no one wanted Mm. that item. And that's sort of something you're always like learning what brands like, and some brands that go in really hot, like I feel like Lee Matthews had quite a big summer. Mm. So then the selling, all of a sudden her older stuff that I had sold really well. Right. So it's just very much keeping an eye on like what's yeah. going on. Speaking of that, can you tell us a little bit, a bit about some trends or brands or pieces to look forward to? Like because you would obviously see through your clients and selling and client requests. Um what items people want or what brands they like. I mean, what do you think will be kind of big for winter? I'm not great at forecasting okay. that sort of thing because I feel like I just get such an array yeah. of items. Like I, I don't know. Like I guess everything kind of changed with Corona as well. Like mm. the sweats, like I did a sweater and it mm. and sold like so many jumpers, but in general, I like to just be broad. I don't like, I guess and like everyone has different tastes. Everyone has different tastes. Like what I get so many floral beautiful dresses in. I couldn't wear a dress to save my like it's not I'm not a dress person. And mm. I wish I was because I always I'm like, God, they look so good in that dress. 
And then I put on like something and I'm like, no, you know, like, um, no, definitely. But I do. So that was the one thing I realized. Everyone is different. Mm. And my game's not a trend related Mm. game. It's not about, it's more about like supplying for, I guess, the need at the time. Yeah. So like prior to, I guess, spring, the dresses will come out again, Yeah. you know, and but even then, I'll probably, like, in the next few weeks, like, do some, like, wedding, like, those sorts of gowns that people want because weddings are coming back. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just my – mine's not so much trend-based. It's more, like, what do people want and what are they looking for, mm. um, I guess, in terms of buying at the time. Mm. But I do see certain brands, like, go really well or, like, colors yeah that sort of thing like prints and colors Mm. um yeah it's an interesting it's definitely like there's a lot to it it's hard um what are you currently buying or wearing for yourself at the moment so i actually just purchased i kind of hope tom's not listening (laughs) like (laughs) um i say that and i'm like well i got I always buy, like, random little pieces from PLC, like, if a shirt comes in that I love. Because I think as much as – it's where you can save a lot of money. Like, the shirts might be three fifty. Mm. I might be selling them for one fifty. It's $200. Mm. It's a great shirt. Mm. Um, what – I actually just got an old Celine coat because mm. one of my wow. clients, she's she bought it. She actually bought it really small because she was just like, I just hoped I would kind of – I think she may have been small at the time, but then she had babies and she said, I'm never going to fit in it again. And I was like, this is my chance. Like I'm, cause I'm so short. I'm like, I'm not going to get it. There's not a lot that comes in in my size. So I was like, trench. No, it's like a mohair. Like, Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's like so beautiful. Mm. I'll show you a photo. Um, and I was like, that's, and I thought about it for a really long like time. Usually I'll still post things for sale because I'm like, just do it. And I kind of leave it in fate's hands. And then, but other right. times, and also I want, I want to sell it for, I don't know. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. hard. Well, I, you can't of, buy I also have a rule that I do try to sell something that I haven't worn in a really long time if I want to buy something new. Yeah, okay. Um, but I like, yeah, I just buy, what else have I bought? I bought like a little, um, like a dress for my sister's christening, mm. stuff like that. But mm. I'm not. I'm in active wear. I'm running around. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I buy, um, like, that little Saint Laurent bag. Yeah. I beautiful. bought that secondhand. Yeah. So beautiful. it's more pieces that I'm like this. I don't know when I'm going to see this. Yeah. Or, uh, again, it's in such good condition. Mm. I love it. It's in my size. Mm. Buy it. But it is, I feel like people come over and they're like, how do you not buy everything? I know. And do like, you, like, try everything on and, like, hold all the bags? I, and be Tom's like, yes. like I, I think people are like, you spend, like, I think they think I just play with all the clothes. Yeah, yeah. All the time. yeah. I'm like, I'm not just in there playing with the clothes <laughs> in the office. But in saying that sometimes I'm like, you do try things on. Oh, yeah. Like, there's all, and also it's fun. Like, you get some really fun stuff in. Yeah. So that's, my foot's like, I'm a 37, so there's not, I define, like, I found that it's more 38 to 42 mm. or 35. So I'm like, mm. it was a 35, 35 to 36. Babies. But um, it does, yeah. But I think you just, I've, I've learned to pick well. Yeah. Like I've learned that this is rare. 
not mm. a lot of people aren't moving their old Celine or mm. oh yeah of course you know they kind of are holding on to that I've got quite a lot of old Celine um I think staple pe- I think if you're gonna spend the money like staple pieces are good mm. like I sold a Balenciaga blazer for seventeen hundred last week but it's three thousand seven hundred new yeah it was in immaculate condition the lady had bought the wrong size. But you, you are capped with how much people will pay for a secondhand item mm. as well. So you've got to take that into consideration. Yes. Because you can also go get a beautiful blazer for $1,000 from someone else. But it's – so you're competing with mm. what people can buy firsthand because not yes. everyone is conscious of sustainability. No. It is a financial decision for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, of course. And I guess if people can go into a shop and have the whole service – yeah that's where and it's and you some people are weird about like pre-love totally i feel that that stigma is slowly i I agree it's really going and i think as people have seen i guess the clients that i've worked with and the qualities they are like this that stigma and that's been the best thing about working with like montana and deb and those girls because without knowing it they've really broken down a stigma for people yeah. buying and selling secondhand. And it's not like going into, like, a vintage store where, like, half the stuff, like, isn't sorted. There's, like, weird crap in yeah. there and there's good stuff. And then it kind of smells, like, and it's a bit all funky. It's... No, totally. This is just, like... And I do try to keep it, like, to keep the pieces relevant and the ones that people want. Mm. Like, I wouldn't sell probably a Beckenbridge dress that was over two years ago. Yeah. It's more... Because yeah. they're the dresses that are quite, like... Oh, and that's the stuff that would go on eBay. Yeah, and they move it and, yeah. So certain brands have, like, different, obviously, like, mm. lifespan of what yeah, of I would take. and Like fast fashion as and well. Also, yeah, I don't really touch – I don't really do, like I, – I don't do Zara and those sorts of you? things. Um, but, yeah. Maybe that can be one day. You do, like – baby plc but won't be baby because that's like baby i've had a lot of people ask me but like kids plc squared or something and it's like all the kind of cheaper pieces oh that i like children i've had a lot of children baby stuff for sure i think to be honest i wouldn't like the zara that sort of thing i'm like i think it just is a good charity donation I you mean, can't really make it, money back on yeah, it yeah if it's like unless it's like and the reason the fast fashion is fast fashion is the quality is yeah. not the same unless it's like a sick um collab or something yes but even then no kelsey okay <laughs> uh well i put all my azara stuff on ebay and you would be surprised no i know i guess the other thing is with those kind of brands like it's not really your philosophy in terms of like fast fashion isn't sustainable, so it doesn't really. I mean, you are making it more sustainable by extending its life to somebody yeah. else. However, it kind of like contradicts that sustainability. Totally, viewpoint. and it's just not something I've I've never been someone to really buy um, fast fashion. A because I've never liked the way it felt, mm. and I remember like even like one of my best friends, Georgia, she'll be like, "You were the only person that would like save up and always buy." the better quality. And yeah. I don't know where, I mean, I grew up in the country, so I wasn't surrounded by big, like big brands or anything like that. But I think I just always, like when I go overseas, I never, it's never about going to Zara or H&M. It was always about getting one, one pair of, one thing. beautiful piece and yeah. bringing it back. Yeah. And I do, I'm not, I would never just be like, you should only buy secondhand. I don't mm. believe that. Mm. I think you can go and buy a beautiful piece. Like I buy um, 
my jeans, like I get Camilla and Mark jeans and I love them and I wear them to death. And I people resell them and if they come in, I'll yeah. buy them <laughs> because I love the quality and yeah. they last. But I think it's about finding things that fit and that I guess the quality and the fit and yeah. then you like it and yeah. you want to keep them. And you know. I think it's about keeping them and wearing them. Mm. It's not about like changing every three months of what you want to wear. Yeah. It's finding, I guess it comes down to, I guess, your style too, yeah. what you like wearing. Can you share with our listeners if there's anything coming up? There is something that I'm working on, but I actually am not, I'm not ready to disclose okay. that. Um, but look, we kind of put a halt on the closets. Like Nadia was actually meant to come out a week before Corona. No, right, when wow. she, the de- it was Corona. Okay. And then I pulled it because I actually stopped selling for two weeks. Yeah. I, I just said, I just don't know what's not, going on. It's not the right time. Yeah. Being a first, like being a business for the first year, the last thing you kind of want to do is make one wrong move. Yeah. And it's, I mean, look what's going on with Sporty and Rich. Like, exactly. There's, you've just got to be really careful and cautious. Um, so I just wanted to stop and make sure I took the right steps mm. that were appropriate. Mm. Like people were losing their, you know, it was yeah. a very uncertain I time. I think that was a good idea. Um, but I guess what's coming next is, well, we just, I mean, this is a side note, we just launched bridal edits. So that's wedding dresses. So that trunk show is coming soon. Um, but yeah, there's a few things in the pipeline mm. um, and a few closets, but just like with Corona, it's put on hold. It's just put on, put on hold. And yeah. I'm, fortunate enough that i've got a lot of stock too and a lot of clients that i'm just working with right. so um, by the end of the year but yeah there's a, yeah we're doing like a, there's just a few little things that i think will be coming in the next couple of weeks um which are exciting okay um <laughs> but um what are your thoughts on sporty and rich saga do you have any look i don't i was always to be honest off put by the name sporty and rich mm. i'm not i'm i don't know i don't really i don't wear things that are very branded so to walk around with a tracksuit that said sporty and rich kind of just wasn't really something that i would wear i mm. like the tracksuit without the sporty and rich yeah but which is like a lot of things um i think that you have to be really careful about what you say um mm. and i think sometimes i think money in general talking about it is not overly tasteful. No. So I don't think getting on a podcast and talking about your I think to Rolex. be fair, yeah, she's obviously said some like wild, really inappropriate and like just wrong things. And the other thing is she's super immature when you listen to that podcast. See, I haven't listened to the podcast. Oh, she's so immature, but also the guys that are on the podcast, the host. It's her brother, isn't it? No, I, I don't maybe know. Maybe I got this wrong. No, no, no. I thought it was her brother yeah. too, but I don't think it is. They're fuckwits. Yeah. They're like the biggest... So they're like, like, it's like, well, that's the thing. I think you be careful about who you associate with. Yeah, totally. And like who you surround. I mean, that's my, been my biggest thing since starting PLC. I've been surrounded by like women who have like been so supportive. Get a mentor. Mm. Like I got a mentor. Mm, Like Jasmine, like I would call her and be like, I don't know what to do. Or like, what's going on? And I think ask for help. Yeah. Because if you ask for help and you have, I'm 27, so, like, that's quite young to be doing it. And I think I've had no experience in retail. Mm. I needed help and guidance from people. Mm. Ask for people. People are actually there to help Mm. you. 
if I mean if you pick the right people I think but I think that just shows to me like unfortunately she didn't have someone guiding her in that aspect like you want and also listen Mm. like when people tell me things I like listen when I go to Mm. clients house and they say things I've I've got a very good memory. You do. Like a very... You really do. A very good memory. You really do. So everything that people say, it's in there. Yeah. And a lot of people say to me, they're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, it's my brain. It's how I... Like, it's my brain. It's my brain. It's <laughs> like chaos. I'm chaos. But I can... I don't know. Yeah. No, so, you really do. Which helps because like I listen to like a lot of podcasts. Like I listen to podcasts. I think you're also super curious, but you're also interested. Like if people tell you Do things, your research. You actually care. Yeah, exactly. So it's also like, I guess, a great personality trait. Yeah. I think you've got to be interested and like research is like really key mm. when you're, I guess, dis- like I don't really comment on, I mean, like I haven't looked into Sporting Rich enough to give you like my firm thought process. Mm. I just think... It was, it's been handled badly, yes. you know. I think you've just got to really just be aware of what you are and your mm. brand and that sort of thing. And I think, unfortunately for her, but also it's one of these things. You go all the way up, yeah. you'll come all the way down. It's um, like such a, it's also like this kind of culture now, of like the Instagram culture. And it's sort of like um, scary how in this day and age, like, you exactly like how fast it can change and well that's it kind it, right? of was like overnight like someone came across something and then leaked it and then started talking about it and then all that shit kind of happened with her orders being late and then you know people were screenshotting how she was reacting to her customers and it was kind of like a this trifecta of bad totally. things that all kind of merged into one time and then people it's that cancel culture yeah. as well yeah. which is kind of like hang on this isn't right this is yeah. wrong and then one person speaks oh, that's all it takes is all one it person takes speaking out and then it's done and you have to be I think that's the main thing to take like that I kind of took from her I'm just like everyone's there to pump you up but like they're also watching Mm -hmm. and especially at a time like this people are watching intently yeah like because I think people are on their phones more and once some things are like shown People go, they dig. Yeah. Everyone digs. That's what well, we that's do, you the know. The scary thing about the internet as well, like nothing is, like they tried to delete that podcast. Like, yeah, that was never going to happen. Like it's out there. I know. So it's, uh, yeah, I feel like for me I just like to like stay across everything, work silently. I guess you Like no to. one knew about Bridal Edit. Mm. Barely anyone knew. Jasmine and I had like spoke about it for like for, for like I I spoke to her about it. I was just like, people asked me to sell their wedding gowns and then yeah. she said, I have people and then we said, let's do it together. Like, we we both, she obviously has her pyjama label. I have PLC. Like, we couldn't just, I couldn't do it by myself. She couldn't do it. So mm. we're, we're a team. We do mm. it really well together. She has expertise. I had the pre-loved platform. Yeah. So then we just, but everyone, like a, like a few people, like my mum didn't even know. Mum was like, well done, like on, on Bridal Edit. But I was like, I just want to work at it until it gets to the point. And I listened to a podcast with Sarah, I think it's Sarah Blakely, who's the Spanx founder. Mm-hmm. And she said, actually, Jess and I were talking about it. She kind of said, like, she didn't tell anyone about Spanx. And it wasn't because she was worried people were going to steal her idea. It was because people are so quick to jump at the other thing. Like, as in, it's such a great idea why hasn't someone else done it? Mm. And then all of a sudden you question why you're doing all these things. So I kind of just took that 
and was like, well, I'm just going to work hard. Mm. Once it's done, it's done, mm. you know, and then you put it out and people can tell you what you think, but there's no pulling it back. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's just my way of working. Mm. Other people like to take on. I just, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I think if you just sometimes like work hard silently. Yes. Pedal away. Yeah. Like a little duck. <laughs> and then you're like floating so just on the floating floor, on the surface yeah. but underneath you're like underneath it's just like two little legs pumping pumping literally pumping, literally <laughs> always in sneakers so i can run yeah. like sometimes i'll run to get a coffee i'm just like just walk like yeah. but you know what if you surround yourself with like good people that tell you when to like i don't know you never want to get too ahead of yourself mm. for me i just work hard yeah. And just keep going. I love that. Well, that's all I have for you. Thank you so much. Can we have some wine? Yes, some more wine now? We can. So if you're not already, you can follow Lisa at Pre Loved Closet. Um and she, when how often do you do sales? Every week? Sometimes I usually more. sell every week, a couple of times a week, yeah. but I do like to con- like put them together and do edits so then like people can sign out. I don't – no one wants to be on their phone all the time, no. kind of, so I don't want to sell every night. And you give people warning like tomorrow yeah, I there's usually, this like, or whatever. I will amp it up and say like yeah. we're doing this. There's like a few things that I'm working on in terms of that sort of schedule and like okay. I'll send emails to people. Yeah, nice. But just so you know, you know when to tune in. or like, Do you have a newsletter people can sign up to? Um, yeah, so I actually have a land, I have a website, but it's just kind of all the information. So if you go okay. on the Instagram and press the link, mm-hmm. you can just type your things in. And soon I'll start sending out like EDMs with information. Great. Another thing to just add to the list, yeah, keep those on. legs pedaling. Um, <laughs> didn't you say you wanted a job? I will work for you. I honestly will. <laughs> you can do my EDMs. I great. Will. Consider I'm, I'm it hired. I'm doing, I'm good at that. Okay, great. We have a, a newsletter too. <laughs> Maybe we can collect. Yeah, badandbusy.substack.com or something like that. Figure it out. Wonderful. Okay, thank you.